0: Our message today, into our presence today, God. We we welcome you here. Thankful Father for your Holy Spirit. Thankful Father for the move of your spirit. Thankful Father for your healing power. Power to heal our emotions. Heal our, our flesh. Heal our relationships. Heal us in our marriages. Heal us on our jobs. Heal us in our finances. Heal us. Heal us. Heal us. We thank you. Day, God, for who you are. There's something about the name of Jesus. And we thank you today. Bless your word this afternoon as it goes forth to the hearts of your people everywhere. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank God. Amen. You may be seated. There's something about that name. You know, I was at a home going, a memorial service yesterday. A good friend of mine passed away couple weeks ago and they had his memorial service and it was unusual. I had never been to one quite like it. Uh, they said they weren't going to have a eulogy and then they asked people to come up and have words and, you know, you don't ask a preacher to come up. talk. So they didn't have a eulogy, but I, you know, we were able to, uh, talk to them about the goodness of the Lord and to, last thing I remember saying is give Jesus a chance. Give him a chance. You know, we try everything. Try Christ. Try Christ. Good afternoon. God bless you. One thing about that service that sticks into my head, they sang a song. This young man came up with this song. He says, I searched all over and couldn't find nobody. I looked high and low. Still couldn't find nobody, nobody greater, nobody greater, greater than you. Searched all over. Mm -hmm. Couldn't find nobody, nobody greater. President's not greater. That rich man, what's his name? Uh, uh, Buffett is not greater. You know, there's nobody in history, in your history books, that's greater greater. Nobody greater than Jesus. I want to talk to you this morning just for a few minutes, if I can get my thing together. Yeah. And I'm going to be reading to you out of the book of Exodus. I call it a revisit of Exodus because we just got out of a study in Exodus, I believe, on Thursday nights, didn't we? But I want to revisit just a, a few verses out of the 33rd chapter. This is. Uh, that section where one of our lessons was called a reluctant prophet i believe it was where moses was reluctant to go to pharaoh and we all we all heard that story why he didn't want to go back he had run from pharaoh 40 years prior because he had killed an egyptian and he was reluctant to go back but i just want to talk to you about something that he said in his conversation with god that i want to bring to your attention and the title I theme that the Lord gave me was Lord show me your glory. All right. All right. Exodus revisited and just a just a quick review of Exodus you know the book of Exodus Exodus comes from that idea of, e- of exit or departure they had come out of and they had left uh, bondage to Pharaoh and the Egyptians and so that book by Moses is second book. Is called the Exodus, and in that book, uh, the people of God are given the laws uh, to expose the people's sinful nature, to govern them as God's chosen people, and introduce them to the nature and holiness of God. And I'm going to be looking at the thirty-third chapter, verses twelve through eighteen. And I think I, uh, Camille, told you maybe eleven. Yeah, okay, twelve through eighteen. And I'm going to read. It says, I'm reading, I think I'm reading in the, yes, I think I'm reading the New Living Translation. And verse 12 says, Then Moses said to the Lord, See, you say to me, bring up this people. But you have not let me know whom you will send with me. Yet you have, Yet you have said, I know you by name, and you have also found grace in my sight. Now, therefore, I pray, if I have found grace in your sight, Show me now your way, that I may know you, and that I may find grace in your sight. And consider that this nation is your people. And he said, My presence will go with you, and I will give you rest. Then he said to him, If your presence does not go with us, do not bring us up from here. For how then will it be known that your people and I have found grace in your sight, except you go with us? So we shall be separate, your people and I, from all the people who are upon the face of the earth. So the Lord said to Moses, I will also do this thing that you have spoken. For you have found grace in my sight, and I know you by name. And he said, please show me your glory. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word. And I want to talk to you a little bit about that idea. Show me your glory. But I want to start at the beginning of this. He he says uh, in verse 13, he says, Show me your way that I may know you. Philippians 3 and 10 is where Paul says, you know, he recites all of his history, his pedigree, his his upbringing. He says to know him. He says all that other stuff is dung. You know what dung is. All of that stuff is unimportant compared to the knowledge of him. And here we have Moses saying to God, show me your way that I may know you. And God answers him and I want to bring some things to your attention that we kind of overlook he says in verse that first verse he says but you have not let me know whom you will send with me now he's this is Moses remember he's reluctant he doesn't want to go to he doesn't want to go to the Egyptians and, and tell them to let the white people go he says who's going to go with me now therefore I pray if I have found grace in your sight show me your way that I may know you so look at his priorities. He says, Lord, I want to know you before I go there. But, but I want to show you where he focuses now. He's, in verse 14, he says, and he said, no, let's no, see. Show me a way that I may, know, and I may find grace in your sight. And consider, now this, this is where he goes here. He says, show me now your way that I may know you and that I may find grace in your sight. Then he says, and consider that this nation is your people. And he said, and he, this is God said. God said, listen what God's reply is because he's he's talking about himself. Then he goes and he says, this your nation, your people. But then God's reply is, my presence will go with, he didn't say with, your, with the nation. He says, with you. And I will give you rest. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to show you something here. Because Moses, the Bible says, was the meekest man that ever lived. And Moses did not want God singling him out and making him look special. you ever been you ever heard of peer pressure? You know, kids don't want to be they don't want to stand out, they want to look like everybody else. They want to be with, with everybody else because they don't want they don't want to be singled out. And Moses did not want to be singled out, but God is singling him out. God is letting him know, yes, I am singling you out. Look at, his, look at his, his his reply. My presence will go with you, and I will give you rest. Then he said to him, if your presence does not go with us, he didn't say with me, do not bring us up from here. For how then will it be known that your people and I have found great, your people and I? He wants to lump himself up with everybody. God keeps trying to single him out and bring him out God wants to bring us out we have to understand that we are not like them he said come out from among them be separate for how then will it be known that your people and I have found grace in your sight, except you go with us so we shall be separate now this is him he's, he's analyzing this and he's recognizing that Lord okay you are singling us out as a special people We shall be separate your people and I from all the people who are upon the face of the earth. So the Lord said to Moses. Now he's saying, I will also do this thing that you have spoken for. You have found grace in my sight and I know you by name. And look at his reply. And he said, please show me your glory. Show me your glory. He's recognizing, okay, you're singling me out, okay. Okay. Show me who you really are. Show me you, because look, he's talking to a voice at this point. That's all. He remembers him from the burning bush, but he's talking to him now. I want to see more than this. You know, we want to get higher with the Lord. And, uh, and we're gonna get, we're gonna talk about the, the that he says show me your glory. This is getting we're gonna get into something right here. We're gonna get into some okay. Uh, now you know that he uh, when he left that mountain he left with the tablets, and the Bible says if we keep reading read down to verse twenty it says that there was a, a light in his face. His face had lit up because the glory of God had been on him because he said, Lord, show me a glory. God had said, I can't show you my face. I can't show you my whole glory, but I'm going to show you my afterglow. Just the afterglow was enough to light his face up. In our Christian walk, we are born again. We are justified, but Salvation has three parts. It has justification. When you're, you're, that's when you're born again. That's when God plants his life into you. But then the rest of your life, you live what's called part of that salvation. It's called sanctification. That's where God continues to help you to grow and mature. And where you start to be able to cast off, lay, every, lay aside every sin and the things that so easily beset us. That's where we start to to peel off like an onion. You peel off the outside. And the old man starts to pass away and the new man becomes. Show me your glory. Sanctification happens all the way until the point when you die in this life. And then you get your new body, then you're glorified. That's glorification. The last part of your salvation. So as we learn who God is, that helps us along that part, that portion of this, this salvation called sanctification. Part of our sanctification has to be growth. That growth comes from what Romans 12 two says be transformed by the renewing of your mind. As our minds are renewed, we start to grow in Him. As we learn His Word, we are learning Him. And as we learn Him, we are, we are growing. And we are learning something that we're going to talk about, his glory. We're going to talk about his glory. I want to give you some examples of God's glory where it's just mentioned in, in, in passing. But then I'm going to show you something else. Exodus 16 and 7, it says, in the morning you shall see the glory of the Lord. And this is because the, the, uh, the tabernacle was being constructed. And God had promised that you will see the glory of the Lord. Psalm 19 and 1 says, this is one of my favorite verses. Brother Chuck, talked about He said he got a whole lot of favorites. This was one of my favorites. I got a whole lot of favorites too. This is one of my favorites. It says the heavens declare the glory of God and shows the work of his hands. Oh my God! Don't don't don't! I don't even want to get started on this because we because because we we talked about this months ago about the stars and the light year. We talked about the light. You know what a light year is, right? A light year is how long it takes for light to get from way out there. It takes a light. It takes a year to move so many million trillions of miles. I believe it is. I, I said I wasn't going to get on this, but I just got to give you a little bit. Because when you see your stars up in the sky at night, you, you, you know that nursery rhyme says, twinkle, twinkle, little star? Every time you see that thing twinkle, that happened 5,000 years ago, and you're just seeing it. That's how far away that star is the farthest star that you can see in the sky with your naked eye, 7,500 light years away. That's how long it took for you to see that twinkle that went boop, and then cut off. 7,500 years ago is when it, it actually, why, why did I said because it, he said that, that the heavens declare, it shouts, The glory of God. Every one of those stars, trillions of stars, each one of them is declaring the glory of God. It's saying, look at what God did. 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 did." This is the glory of God. I want to talk to you a little bit about the glory of God. I'm just showing you this is just light. That's just the light. I, I, that's why I didn't want to go there. Get, get get excited about that. He says the heavens declare the glory of God. Do you know the? You, do you know you cannot see a star? What you see is not the star. You see the light emanating from the star. Do you know you can't see the sun? You see light emanating from the sun. The best example of is the moon. You love the moon. The moon is beautiful when it's in the full moon at night. Do you know that people have landed on the moon and when they landed on the moon, was well, no light there because the light we see is only a reflection of the sun's light. This is why Jesus will say what? what the, the Bible said what? Jesus is what? The light. He's the light of the world. He's the source of all light. The heavens declare. It shouts. God's glory. Luke 2 and 9, this is when the angels are uh, announcing the birth of Jesus Christ and they say glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And Matthew six, 6 and 13, this is the Lord's prayer and it said at the end of the Lord's prayer it says, for thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory for a little while. Yep. Forever is the glory. Now I want to give you a couple of examples of some real experiences in the Bible where they actually experienced the glory of God. Exodus 33, this is when Moses is it, they're erecting the tabernacle and when they get all finished, the... Glory! the Shekinah glory comes on the place and they had to leave because it was so powerful. Leviticus 9, 23 and 24, this is when the temple was erected, when Solomon erected the temple and it said the whole congregation saw the Shekinah glory of God and the priests couldn't even go inside the place. That's how powerful the glory of God was that day. So when we talk about the glory of God, what does that even mean? What is glory? We talk about it, and I think in our spirit we kind of know what it is, but we wouldn't be able to tell you. We wouldn't be able to define it. But don't you really know what it is? You know what it is, but I'm going to talk to you. Let's look at it. The definition of it is the totality of God's nature, character, and attributes As seen or experienced. God's attributes in his person being seen in real life. The Hebrew word, there's two words. One is in Hebrew, one is in Greek. The Hebrew word, kabod, this is what got me. I kind of had heard, I hadn't known before. It means heaviness. Weight. The weight. And you kind of see a little bit of I, the idea of the weight of his glory when Ezekiel sees the, that story of the, the wheel in the middle of the wheel. Go back and look at that because it's not just the wheel in the middle of the wheel. It's a whole lot of stuff going on on the, the wheels. Then there's a, there's a platform and then there's a person on the wheel who is glowing. It's an awesome thing. I almost went there today, but I said, that's too much. That's too much. But the, the weight of the glory of God. Kavod, heaviness. It also means riches, reputation, or importance. And that's the Hebrew, the Greek word, doxa, the condition of being bright or shining. And that's the part we are, we're familiar with is that light of Christ. And we call that the glory of God, the brightness, the splendor of the radiance of god and i like what one one person's definition was that glory is the visible reality of the presence of god often displayed in dazzling magnificence radiant shiny it is his character and his attributes expressed it is his weight and his inestimable inestimable worth revealed in his creation. I ain't gonna repeat that because that's too much. If I repeat it, you, you're just gonna say, Oh, that's a uh, that's that's a weight on my brain. Glory can be compared to a diamond. I'll show you why. When you think about a diamond, a diamond is 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 weighed in what? Carrots. You know how big a diamond is. because tell you how many carats are in that diamond, right? So just as God's glory has weight, that diamond has weight. That diamond also, when in a room where there's a light, that light, the, all those lights are reflecting on that diamond. It, it has trends. Uh, uh, let's see, uh, what was I going to say? Diamonds, the, the the little what do you call them on the diamonds? The edges. Facets all over that diamond are reflecting light. And I kind of wrote down some numbers when we talk about light. Seventy five hundred light years I I mentioned that. The 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 farthest star you can see with the naked eye, seventy five hundred light years. One light year, the the, how far the light can travel in is six trillion. (laughs) Miles <laughs> times 7,500 years. That's how far away that star that you can see with your naked eye is. 7,500 times six six trillion. Don't worry about it. It's too it's too far. Now, so so just as a diamond has those facets and all those where light can be reflected off of it. A diamond is also, meant. how many women have diamond rings on? Raise, raise up your diamond ring. Okay, S- S- sister, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Chrissy, Chrissy, why do you have on your diamond ring? Because he gave it to you, and, and, and what else? Because it's pretty, and you want what? Everybody to see it. If that's the thing, that's the purpose of the diamond is so everybody can see it. It's to be seen. God's glory is designed to be seen. Now, there's there's one aspect of 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 God's glory that's unlike a diamond, and that that the glory of God humbles us. When we are in the presence of the glory of God, we are humbled because the power of God, the presence of God, just like he did with Isaiah in chapter six, where Isaiah said, I saw the Lord high and lifted up his train, filled the temple. And then what did he say about himself? Whoa, whoa, oh. As good as I thought I was, as smart as I was. I used to get all A's. I got my PhD. I got money in the bank. I got a beautiful home, a beautiful car. And when I get in the presence of the Lord, whoa. Oh, my. Wow. The glory of God. Lord, show me your glory. Show me your nature, your character, your attributes. Show me the weight, the heaviness of your personality. Show me your brightness, your splendor, your radiance. But how can we do that? Remember, he just got through telling Moses, you can't see my, you can't see me. Show me a glory. How's that going to happen? God made a way. Jump over to John. John four, John chapter 1, verse 14 says what? And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory. The glory is on, as of the only begotten of the Father, full of p- grace and truth. God has revealed his glory to us in his son. This is the glory of God. Jesus came to earth. He was the word of God. Came into a baby's body. And the angels looking up from heaven, talking to the the shepherds, said, glory to God in the highest. Why? Because the one that created them up there was now in a baby's body. Glory Mm -hmm. to God. We beheld his glory. First John says, that which we have seen, that which which we have touched with our hands of the word of life. They got to see the creator and walk with him for three years. The glory. Now, uh, Hebrews 2 and 8. Hebrews 2, 8 through 10 says, you gave them authority over all things. Now, when it says all things, it means nothing is left out. But we have not yet seen all things put under their authority. Talking about humans. What we do see is Jesus. Who for a little while was given a position a little lower than the angels. And because he suffered death for us, he is now crowned with glory and honor. Yes, by God's grace, Jesus tasted death for everyone. God for whom and through whom everything was made, chose to bring many children into glory. The glory that we want to see in God, we see it in Jesus, and he wants to give it to us. Oh my. Does that make you excited as it makes me? He wants to give us his glory. And it was only right that he should make Jesus through his suffering, a perfect leader, fit to bring them into salvation. He wants to give us his glory. Somebody says, if you want to see the glory of God, stay in the presence of God. Because that is where the glory rests. Psalm 1611, right? Psalm 1611. You will show me the path of life in your presence <coughs> His fullness of joy at your right hand, pleasures forevermore in his presence. You want the glory of God? Huh? How many want the glory of God? What you need to do, get in his presence, get in his presence, get in your closet and get in his presence. You can do that. Everybody in this room, everybody on zoom FaceTime, wherever you, you can get in his presence. You can experience his glory. Oh, my. Colossians 1:27 says, To them who will to make known what are the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you. Look at somebody and say, Christ in you. The hope of glory. Wow. <laughs> Christ in you is the hope of glory. New Living Translation says it like this. It says, For God wanted them to know That the riches and glory of Christ are for you Gentiles too. And this is the secret. Christ lives in you. This gives you assurance of sharing his glory. Wow. (laughs) You get to share with Christ his glory. I don't know about you, but that makes me happy. And finally, Lord, show me your glory. Say that with me. Lord, show me your glory. When you say show me your glory, we're looking at all his attributes. The weight of who he is is in his glory, his love. The weight of his love is in his glory, his friendship. Jesus said what? I call you friends. The creator says you're his friend. That's the weight of his glory, his faithfulness to you, the weight of his faithfulness. He is faithful. When we're not faithful, he's faithful. His joy, the weight of his joy, joy that's unspeakable, full of glory. The peace of God that passes understanding is in his glory provision everything you need is in his glory he said my god shall supply all of your needs according to what his riches and glory by christ jesus his protection of you is in his glory in his presence you're protected you don't have to worry we don't have to worry about covid we don't have to worry about diseases because we're in his presence in his glory in his presence Healing is in his glory. They had the, the healing conference. His glory. The healing is in the co- is in the presence. We have hope for tomorrow. In his presence, he shows us that there is a future and a hope. He says, I know the plans I have for you. Plans of good, not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God for his glory. God bless you.
1: Hallelujah. You know what? I don't think he was finished. I think you just quit. (laughs) Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Amanda, I hear a little song saying, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Since I've laid... My burden down. Hallelujah. Let's put them hands glory, together
2: and give God some glory. praise in the house. Hallelujah. Since hey. I
1: Of praise in the house. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Since I've laid my burden down and I laid them down never to pick them up again. Whom the son set free is free indeed. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so whom he had redeemed from the hand of the enemy. Praise the Lord. Thank God Pastor Jones for such a dynamic message. God show us your glory in the midst of COVID-19. Show us your glory. In the midst of confusion and chaos across the globe, God, show us your glory. In the midst of sickness and pain, God, show us your glory. (laughs) Step on in, God. Come on in the room, God. Hallelujah. Show us your glory, God. Take us back to where we first believed. In the name of Jesus. Hey, glory. Praise God. You know, just for a moment every now and then the Lord give brother Steve something to share with the church so while we're basking in God's glory come on brother Steve and share what the Lord has placed on your heart did you want to share that all right we'll keep it brief we may not be we won't be get to the scriptures but we'll get to the gist of what God gave you as we prepare
3: for the altar of peace. brothers and sisters? Here. Okay. Thank you. It's like the first time I think I've been up here. So, <laughs> um, Glory of God came in the flesh. And he dwelt among us. And I think the most beautiful thing I, I like is uh, when Peter came out, of, when Jesus was on the shore, and he was had the fish there for Peter, and uh, Peter jumped out of the boat, and he came to him asked him about, you love me, Peter? It's very personal, that God, the help it holds the universe in its hand and created the universe. But anyway, the glory of God is, to me, mostly is being held in his love daily, in his word and presence. So we spend time with him. And I have a word here. It was to a brother I haven't seen here, but uh, to all of us, it's the same spirit we all drink from. I entitled it, The Working Relationship of Sanctification in the Light of Christ. And I'd like to say a prayer to glorify God and uh, to present this as holy before him, because that's what he told me to do. Lord, just uh, bring your glory here, Father, and we bow down, Lord, like Moses, Lord, and ask for your glory to fill our hearts, not to leave or fade, Lord, but uh, to be here for the rest of our lives and forever. These words burn our heart as we see it in the Bible as we read along. Lord be the Lord. And this is um, a uh, prophetic word from the uh, heart of the Son, Jesus Christ. Do not be intimidated by your own faults and sinfulness revealed by my hand, by my light. circumspect, bring all before me do not be moved from grace and peace as you present your thoughts before me and receive discernment unto life between good and evil I am utterly patient with you as you fearlessly face the conflict of character in question and resolve every matter according to my word and wisdom learn to understand the importance of stability between us Spirit will reveal knowledge, light, and love, confidence of a heart held from above. My hand is gentle towards you, knowing the frailty of your humanity. Love, whose yoke is easy and burden light. Jesus.
1: God, worshiping our creator, hearing the word of God, being excited about who Jesus is Mm -hmm. and what he has done in our lives. Mm -hmm. We all are ambassadors for Christ. We are recipients of God's grace and his glory. When we were unlovable, when we didn't even love ourselves. I'm talking from experience now because I looked in the mirror and I didn't see nothing one day. But God, in his mercy and grace, he saved me and turned my life around. He's the same God yesterday, today, and forevermore. And if you are sitting in this room today, are you somewhere in your home or driving in your car or tractor-trailer, We've heard the word of God from Pastor Jones on today, from God's word. It wasn't Pastor Jones that was preaching Pastor Jones. He was preaching the word of God, God's glory. And we can experience God's glory. Have anybody ever experienced God's glory in the middle of the night? And everybody was sleeping in the house, but God came in and overshadowed you. And he whispered in your ear and told you everything is going to be all right. Hallelujah. Don't 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 put God's glory on the shelf. Don't get caught up with the cares and the riches and the pleasures of this old world. But keep our heart and mind fixed on Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. So you may be in your tractor trailer today headed cross country. And if you don't know Jesus, He'll show you his glory today. He's a God who resurrects things. He resurrects dead things. Some of us got saved a long time ago. And we've sat down on that which we got a long time ago. We we quit singing. We quit witnessing and testifying. We we quit believing God. But today, ma'am, today, mister, God say, I'm ready to show you my glory again. If you're in the house of the Lord today and you want to get reignited with the glory of God, would you just raise your hand? Praise the Lord. We're getting ready to get up out of here. But you know, it comes a time we as the saints of God need to come together in oneness of heart and oneness of mind, believe in God and say, God, show us your glory. Hey, God, I'm I'm heavy right now trials and tribulation and trouble is all around me. God, show me your glory. Cause the joy bells to ring in my soul one more time, God. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we are saints of the Most High God. We believe God. Hey, God. Hey, God. Everyone that's raised your hand, would you just stand up, Pastor Jones? when you come and anoint the people of God? If you raise your hand and you can't stand up, just raise it again. Healing is in the house. Deliverance is in the house. Salvation is in the house. God's glory is in the house. Faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And we are people of God. We are people of faith. And whatever we're going through, God says, I'm right here for you in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the Zoom, Facebook means nothing to God. We are his people. There's one faith, one hope, one baptism, one Lord of all. Who cares for us, who loves us with an everlasting love. If he cares, I almost tore up the car last night trying to hit a quick keep from hitting a little rabbit that ran across the road. Sandy was like, Woo, woo, I'm doing. But but see, it was a time in my life I would have just hit the gas. Woo! But you know, God has made a change. He'll make a change in your life. So while we're praying for the saints that's in the sanctuary and in your home, if you don't know Jesus, today is your day. You don't have to jump through no hoops. You don't have to blow no bubbles. Just ask Jesus to forgive you of your sins, to come into your life and make you over it. And I want to pray for that person today that need to rededicate their life to God. The need to get back to where they first believed.
0: Mm.
1: Mm. Oh God, oh God. Restore the joy of their salvation in the name of Jesus. Somebody don't feel like they're worth this, what it used to be. Oh, God, but you care for us. You care for each one of us. So, Father, today we thank you. and We praise you, God. As we're standing and kneeling before you, as we humble ourselves before your mighty hand, God, I am so grateful and so glad that you see, you hear, you know your people every saint is standing in the sanctuary in their homes are driving in that big rig today, God. Oh, God, won't you touch? Won't you restore? Won't you heal, God? Won't you give peace in the name of Jesus, God? Won't you save to the uttermost? God, won't you show us your glory? Hallelujah, in the name of Jesus, God, I pray today for all those under the sound of my voice today God because I love you Lord and I am so grateful for you being my father my savior my deliverer my healer God this stuff is over my head but in you we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us so father we are praying today we're praying for the saints everywhere and we're praying for those that's on our prayer lines in particular God look on sister Carolina today in a very special way wrap her in the cradle of your arms God in the name of Jesus sister Deborah God oh God in in the midst of what she's going through speak peace breathe on her Lord let her see your glory in Loma Linda today in the name of Jesus oh God we thank you and we praise you we bless your holy name Sapati Lord hey show her your glory show her your glory God show her your glory hallelujah hallelujah Hallelujah. So, Father, we thank you. We thank you and we praise you for allowing us to come together one more time. God, I pray that you would strengthen us for the battles to come, that you would fortify us, God. We're in unprecedented times, our nation is vulnerable. Our cities are in chaos, and sin is rampant in the land. God, show us your glory. Show us your glory, God. We'll give you the glory. We'll give you the praise. We'll magnify your name. God, we'll say you did it in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Sing that song, sister, and then we'll give the benediction. If you love Jesus, can you give him a hand praise today?
2: I'm so glad. Amen. He did. Oh, wonderful change has come over me. Has he changed you today? Standing here today to say I'm so glad
1: Change have come over you. Give God some praise in the house. Hallelujah! If you know you've been changed, don't. If you, you've not been changed, don't clap your hand. But if you've been changed, give God the praise. Hallelujah! Thank you, God. Thank you. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah! Come on, uh, Minister Tyrone's gonna come and give us our closing prayer and
4: benediction. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for another glorious day. We thank you, O God, for being able to be in your presence, to see your Shekinah glory. Rest on your people today, O God. Our heart burns within, O God, of your love, of your peace, your glory, O God, your joy, O God, that living water, O God, that spring up in us in life, that give us life. We thank you on today, O God. We thank you for the message and the messenger. Now continue to bless this house, O God. Continue to bless your shepherd, first lady, and the body of Christ, O God. Let us continue to be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that our labor is not in vain. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank God. 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 God. Hallelujah. Bless his name. God bless you.
1: sisters, Amen. We change. Glory, glory. Hallelujah.